Hello, Healthy-ish family. It's me, Nina Young, back again with some background birds. Uh, unfortunately, not in a studio. Can't control the birds. I don't know about you, but my days are a mixture of trying to get all my work done while juggling a five-year-old who is now off school and resisting the urge to scream into a pillow every few minutes. I've been told by my work that I'm looking to be at home until the end of May, and that was pretty scary to hear. But I'm glad to know that they're taking the crisis seriously, and honestly... I'm just feeling pretty lucky to have a job at all right now. My partner and a lot of my family and friends are working in hospitality and their career futures are looking pretty grim. And more and more often I'm reaching out to my mates and checking in and asking, are you okay? And the answer that's coming back is no or I don't know. And I think that's how most of us are feeling right now to an extent. We're facing some pretty big unknowns and it's filling us with a lot of fear and anxiety And as much as I wish I could, I can't solve that unknown. But I was interested in seeing if there was a way that we could better exist in that unknown. Grief expert David Kessler told the Harvard Business Review that the collective pain and confusion we're all feeling around that unknown is called anticipatory grief. And he explained it by saying, With a virus, this kind of grief is so confusing for people. Our primitive mind knows that something bad is happening but you can't see it. And this breaks our sense of safety. We're feeling that loss of safety. He says, I don't think we've collectively lost our sense of general safety like this before. Individually or as smaller groups, people have felt like this, but altogether, this is a new thing. And we're grieving on a micro and macro level for that loss of safety and security that we were feeling every day before. I did find some excellent advice from psychologist and founder of the Tara Clinic, Tara Hurster on Body and Soul that I think might help in the day to day as we struggle to find this acceptance. She says we can help our brain switch out of fight or flight mode and reduce our panic just by getting up and moving. Um, She explains that moving your body helps to tell your brain that you've moved away from the teeth of the situation and the danger is no longer a threat. So that's interesting. So you can get up and physically run and trick your brain into thinking that you've run from the danger. Nice brain hack. (laughs) The next thing that she suggests is mindfulness. Um, Tara says that mindfulness helps to teach you how to separate your thoughts from fact and therefore make educated decisions. Now, mindfulness is a big health buzzword that we hear a lot, but it's actually not a very complicated concept. It's really just about being present in our bodies in the moment. Dr. Andrew Whale from the University of Arizona told Body and Soul that the practice of 478 breathing, an exercise that comes from Indian yogis who use it as part of their meditation practice, is a way to mindfully put the brakes on your breathing and force your heartbeat to slow down, which in turn has an effect on the rest of your body. Think of it like a little calming hack, like that brain hack from before. Here's how it works. (laughs) It's pretty simple. You inhale through your nose for a count of four, listen to the birds, hold that breath for seven seconds and take another eight seconds to slowly exhale from your mouth and just repeat that until you feel a little bit calmer. I've been doing this and it really, really does help. If you have any similar mindfulness tips and tricks, hit up the Healthy-ish Australia Facebook page. Let us know about them and you can also read more about mindfulness on bodyandsoul.com.au. I'm not sure I've solved our unknown problem today, but I'm hoping that I've given you guys some tools that can help you get through it. That's all we can do right now. Before I go, I'm going to leave you with this quote from author Frank Herbert. 
It says, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me, and when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Got a bit deep there at the end, didn't I? <laughs> see you tomorrow. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.